0: I've got written down here, it's e-scooters.
1: Oh, e-scooters. All right, cool. yeah.
0: So how's your e-scooter?
1: So I wanted to... It... I think about a year and a half. I went to... where was it that I went? I went to Romania. So I went to Bucharest in uh-huh. Romania uh-huh. in September 2018. I think it was. I think it was September 2018. Cool. Yeah. And they had some e-scooters there. And I was riding it around town on the pavement, which I don't think it was meant to. But I loved it so much. Like you know, the, the way you could just go around the city and see so much more exactly. and not be stuck in say, an a, a Uber or a bus or a exactly. train. Uh, it just felt like a lot more freedom than walking slowly around the city, getting hot or stuffy or whatever. Um, so, yeah, after that, I, I kept wanting kept wanting and then lockdown came, and I was bored. And I just thought to myself, you know what? I saved a bunch of money being in lockdown because the one thing I usually do in lockdown is travel. So yeah. it's, I can't do that. A lot of money stayed in my bank account. And so yeah. I thought, let me do something fun. So I got an e scooter. So it it's about £200. Um, That's all right, actually. From Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's relatively inexpensive. Uh, And it's super light. It's probably about four or five kilograms. There were others that were more expensive, but they said they were like 16 kilograms. Uh Don't need to be rude. I'm up three flights of stairs. So there's no way I'm trying to carry up. And there's no elevator uh, or there's no lift. So there's no way I'm carrying 16 kilograms up three or or four flights of steps. So yeah, I got the e scooter I'll tell you, it's banging. Like it's got serious speed to it. Um, But yeah, you've got to be careful. I got got a helmet with and everything. So I wear the helmet. Um, um, but yeah, sometimes the kick when you first push the accelerator yeah. is so much of a forward momentum uh-huh. that it can kind of throw you off the e scooter. And sometimes, especially because a lot of pavements and roads uh-huh. in London are so completely uneven, yeah. you start divoting to the side and, and, and almost crash into something. So yeah, definitely recommend getting an a, getting a, oh, a, a scooter. With, with the whole coronavirus and. and the way the government's going to, or is it attempting to, move people more away from, say, having their own personal vehicles, and then, again, away or maybe away from public transport, it's going to be idea. They're, they're looking into you know what forms of transportation people can have, uh-huh. and there will be a review of the the legality of using e scooters uh, around London and around the country in general. So yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to get ahead of the ahead of the curve <laughs> by getting one now and uh uh, being ready for it hopefully in the next year or so when hope they do make it they do make it legal what about you man i had
0: a a bad experience in barcelona (laughs) Um, (laughs) me my friend uh we got a bit too excited like little kids and we just started riding around the whole city and you know how like um all the they got loads of like downhill roads yeah Um, we was going full speed and yeah um there was one at one point. I was actually going on. This is going to sound mad, yeah, but I was going on the opposite way of the motorway. <laughs> but there was no cars. It was like a motorway that was kind of near the central. So okay, it was late at night as well. It Was like middle of the night. Yeah. So, um, but I slipped completely. Uh, scratched my elbow. Um, and then like badly grazed my knee as well. And then um, yeah, my friend was just laughing at me and uh. <laughs> um and then he dropped another time as well and then um on a, on a third incident as well um there was like a ledge near the beach and um like I jumped so I, while I was riding fast I jumped off the ledge and then I landed on my feet and that messed up my knee for like three months couldn't play play football do squats anything like that so um stay safe guys yeah I would do <laughs> that
1: you sound like you're trying to do some kind of extreme sports on these scooters. Like, why are you from ledges? I don't know. It was just like, um, we was
0: riding fast and then it was just there. Like, I didn't see it from far away. So it was like, I, had to, ah, okay. I had to, like, jump off it. And, like, yeah, it was just irresponsible behaviour on holiday. I, I yeah, heard, so like... The, yeah, that's so that's strange.
1: the thing. Not even about yeah. e-scooters, but just when you're riding a vehicle, even if you're in a new area, you, yeah. should, you should always generally take your time in that new area because you don't know what the layout's like so exactly something like a ledge yeah. that you didn't know was there may be there and so if you if you're a bit more cautious at least the first time you're you're, you're kind of riding around or you're whether it's a scooter or you're walking around or you're driving around I think that's always something that you you have to do because sometimes you just don't know the layout especially in a foreign country True. so I remember when I was was in a when I was in, in Bucharest I uh-huh. although I was riding relatively fast I wasn't riding super fast because I was trying to take in area and being aware of you know divots in the road or or anything that i need to watch out for because because yeah it's it's a it's very easy to to crash with those e-scooters because you just you're not used to it and you don't necessarily know what your scooter is coming in contact with while you're riding so again like if there's a ditch in the road that you you don't necessarily see like you could just you could go flying so yeah it's a it's a it's a tricky one but i think they're a lot of fun i think they they should be should be made legal because not everyone's down for, for peddling and peddling and peddling and tiring sure. themselves out however much it's good exercise it's uh it's not practical like if you've got a meeting to get to and you know, you're going to start cycling and, and get to that meeting drenched in sweat it's not it's yeah, not really yeah. practical whereas if you have an e-scooter you can uh it, it's not just sweat if at all from from rising the e-scooter uh yeah, but we've got to we've got there's got to be smart legislation to it. Like you you look at the Boris bikes and the Boris bikes and other bikes, e-bikes around and just bicycles in general, uh-huh. they are just left all over the place like rubbish. Like yeah. there needs to be totally. like like proper spots where you stop them and you leave <laughs> them there. Um because uh-huh. I just don't think it works. I think the Boris bikes not so much, but I've seen others like the um I think the Uber the Uber one. And I think there's this yellow one, also yellow and green o- bike. them. Oval. oval. What? Ofo, yeah. yeah. Oval, yeah. Yeah. And those ones I just see like just all over the place, like someone's just thrown rubbish to the side. That's how those bicycles are treated. So I think definitely needs to be proper legislation of thought before they're legalized. But yeah, I'm looking forward to to that being the case because I think there's a lot of value in in e-scooters. <laughs> yeah
0: definitely definitely and it's eco-friendly as well so
1: yeah uh, so talking about traveling because we we both seem to have our our first experiences with e-scooters when we were traveling what's uh i know obviously in this coronavirus uh situation uh it's a bit it's it's more like daydreaming about traveling as opposed to, to making it travel but i guess that's a good question given the government has announced that there won't be quarantines for traveling to certain european countries do you think you'd be traveling uh, what's your kind of view of of the the future, future. Of, of travel and and travel for you in general going forward
0: uh me personally um no nah, I, I wouldn't travel uh right now uh you know just I, I feel like europe is still going through um its worst part i think like there's going to be a second spike definitely and yeah i i think the yeah the government's just doing it just they're trying to save the airlines, trying to save the economy. Um, and I've got family that I want to take care of. Um, and just I don't want to go around spreading it, man. It doesn't seem it's like they're trying to force uh, the recovery. Um, I think we just need to ride it out. Um, but I do miss traveling, man. This summer, I wanted to go to a few places, I wanted to go to um, Greece, Turkey, maybe. Maybe I think you know that's gonna
1: last to wait till next year, to be honest. Or by yourself, where you're gonna to go to. Yeah, I'm so with you. So I was actually meant to be at the Olympics next month, uh uh yeah, for for well, in Tokyo for the Olympics. And so yeah. obviously that's been pushed back until that's next year. year. But... Yeah, that's this year. It was meant to be this year, but it's been pushed back until twenty twenty one. Uh similar to how the Euros were pushed back. But the question remains, is it actually gonna happen next year? Because Coronavirus, it doesn't look like a vaccine uh, that's in the general populace uh, or the general population is, uh taken it by, say, next year, summer, which is when the Olympics meant to take place again. So they may do the Olympics, but it might be behind closed doors, which is, wow. frankly, uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah, it's, it's not what the yeah. Olympics is about. And it's going to be a shame because I was really looking forward to going to to Japan for the Olympics. I remember mm. when I was in, in London for the, the 2020 Olympics uh, and I was also in Brazil for... For
0: the 2016. Uh,
1: well, actually, was that the World Cup or that? No, that was the, that was the, that was the Olympics. I was in, I was in, I was in Brazil yeah. in 2014 for, yeah. for the, the World Cup, World Cup. Uh, not for the Olympics. But yeah, nevertheless, I do like travelling for sports. So if, it, yeah. it's, I'm sure there are lots of people who that's part of their, their hobby so, uh, and their things they like to do. So it's going to be a completely changed situation going yeah. forward yeah. in terms of mass gathering. So like you yeah. saw you, you saw the situation where Novak Djokovic held that tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> that <was crazy>. and, <laughs> and he got himself <laughs> and he got himself the amount of people who got coronavirus, like like top tennis players that he'd invited, uh it's 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 ridiculous. Clearly it shows that there's still a lot of work to be done. Obviously none of them were seriously ill, uh, although one's wife pregnant wife even I think maybe they'd get it uh, but nevertheless I think everybody's fine yeah. but yeah if it's affecting some of the richest most elite sports people then we shouldn't necessarily think that the same would apply to any of us if we go and travel so yeah I'm similar to you I, this summer I thought to myself yeah. oh I, I was looking forward to going to to Tokyo as I said for the Olympics and then in September I was going to go somewhere but I hadn't decided where. That's just scrapped. Uh, I did think that maybe if COVID had died down, I would maybe tour yeah. some places in Europe. But I've got to be honest, I'm just like you. I'm not trying to catch it. I'm not trying to pass it on to anyone else. Exactly. And so at least until, say, December, uh, when we see how many pe- much people have travelled and what kind of the situation is, I'm not planning to travel again onto a van, which is like you. It's it's. It's 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 annoying because traveling is one of my biggest hobbies. It's one of the things that I do the most outside of you know, like just yeah, general catching up with friends and, and family. Uh, yeah. And so to not have that kind of leaves me twiddling my thumbs, trying to find a new hobby that I can do within the UK. Obviously, I could travel within the UK as well, but then there's still a lot of situations like you see on the news where all those people went to to Bournemouth and local people yeah. in Bournemouth were obviously understandably angry because obviously that's actually their local beach, but then they go there and there's so many people there, it's overcrowded and potentially they can't even enjoy their own local beach because um, it's a risk. Yeah, yeah, it's a risk. It's a risk. It's fundamentally. So I did think maybe I'll, I'll do some travelling within the UK, but given the situation in Bournemouth and, and just knowing that there are going to be lots of other people who will just switch their idea from travelling from overseas to doing staycations i think i'm just gonna go without traveling for like, oh, the rest of this year yeah which is which is crazy because that yeah. just sounds so bizarre to me if somebody said that to me you, man. at the beginning yeah if somebody said that to me at the beginning of the year i would have just laughed in their face and say that's not gonna happen i'm not gonna stop traveling for anything like the world would have to come to an end for me to stop traveling um but yes yeah, it's, it's a really changed situation um but you know what there will be lots of people that still do travel, like you saw. I don't know if you saw the article on the BBC, but as soon as the government mentioned that UK every... citizens can can still travel to certain countries in Europe and not um, not get quarantined, Quarantine. there was there there was a mass booking of of uh, holidays to to those countries uh, and and domestically as well. So yeah, it seems like we're probably potentially within the minority you know what's interesting we're both from BAME uh, um, um, categories or BAME uh, groups so black and minority ethnic uh, people I think it's interesting that we're both saying we're not going to travel but I bet the majority of people who are trying to travel are potentially not from BAME BAME. groups and and it it makes it, it makes it interesting I wonder if there's correlation yeah, this correlation well, between we are the that, worst I think. Affected. exactly this is it. We're are the worst, yeah. or amongst the worst affected. I think people who are obese as well um, have been negatively. Like, yeah, I don't, they're, I'm they're not sure about affected. you,
0: but yeah, yeah. I, got... I know people that have, I know people that have passed away um, in my local area. Like I think yeah, my bar, the borough I live in Brent, it was the worst hit in the whole of London. So I've seen like uh, no one in my family, but. Um, family friends or you know friends of like uh, relatives and stuff like that. I've seen people pass away so for me no just to, to go holiday whilst knowing like people that have died or like pe- like yeah you know, I just uh, it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel right to me. And um you know uh one of my there's a road in Brent <clears> on <throat> a one road it's called church uh, church road. Yeah and uh about I think thirty six people died on that one road. Um, and this, uh, Brent is like a majority, uh, black minority ethnic, so I think, yeah, the, the like, um, like you said, in Bournemouth, I'm not gonna lie, it was non uh, uh, BME, so um, I think everyone here from the minority ethnic community is a bit shell shocked, kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't feel right for us just to go around and mm-hmm. you know, make things worse.
1: I think to a, a case we as as that category, yeah. and as you said, we've been amongst the most negatively affected. Yeah. We have to be that much more cautious because if we do get it, the the potential outcome for us would be far worse than for for non bame uh, people. So yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 obviously, but it's it's I think it's frustrating that it seems like in in every category yeah. of life, in some way, shape, or form, we end up being yeah, at disadvantage. But you know what's interesting, so. I've been keeping up with what's been happening in Africa, yeah. uh, and aside from South Africa, which has recently had a spike in cases, uh-huh. a lot of places in South Africa, we know it's Africa, in Africa, and African continent in general, haven't been affected
0: as badly. or at least,
1: yeah, as badly as it appears to be uh-huh. in the rest of the world. Now, obviously, testing <clears> isn't as thorough uh-huh. uh, or as much as it is here uh-huh. in the UK, or as it is potentially in the USA, uh-huh. and also there's ideas that it might have something to do with the demographic. Uh, makeup of those countries like Africa has amongst the world's youngest population Mm -hmm. so the majority of people uh, are say under 45 or under 35 Mm -hmm. it's obviously given that many people who do get it from that category Mm -hmm. go on and survive that's potentially why but it it makes me think that you know maybe at times we need to consider for ourselves what's the best environment for us because if we end up being in an environment where we are disproportionately negatively affected That we may need to change our environment or see yeah. what we can do to change yeah. the environment that we're in and i think yeah it's a it's a it's a crazy situation but it's something that needs to be looked at and and really yeah. really addressed so, so going back to that road that you mentioned in Brentford, sorry to that. To, 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 no no in brent, in brent rather was there a reason that so many people on that road got it was there any given reason like did they all go to a party or something or or like, there has to be some reason aside from them potentially being from a, the BAME uh, oh, yeah. group of Sorry, people. Yeah, community. Yeah, community. Um, <coughs> that all of them on that road got it, or so many people on that road got it and died.
0: No, that, that's that's one of the mysteries right now. It's one of the unanswered questions. Um, there was a party, but it was okay. all those deaths. There was a huge party. I don't think I don't know if you heard about it. It was on on the news. Um... You know, about I don't know, over a thousand youngsters came there and just had a big block party. But um, that was nothing to do with it. Uh, I think um, it might just be maybe to do with language and like because a lot of the communities there are uh, from, obviously immigrant communities, English not mm. there right. So, because with me, like I I saw the I saw the virus coming <clears throat> beforehand. Yeah, I was able to like warn my family and you know mm-hmm. get everyone safe, but. Can you imagine, like some people, uh, they've got like uh coffee shops and um working nine to five. They're not really, uh, you, know, you know, watching the news like that, and they co- it might it might just crept on crept on them unexpectedly, and you know, like uh, BAME communities, immigrant communities are very uh social. You know, uh, they, people meet each other a lot, um, and you know, and even if you say, you know, you might say to you know. You know some of the aunties, you know, oh, you know, don't come to the house, don't visit us. They might take, they might take it a certain way. So yeah, I think yeah, all those factors together like, uh, people just kind of, and it, you know, there was some part it, in the news. It was, it was still saying that some parts of the news were saying it's not that serious, you know, even with Trump saying you know it's just the flu. So some, I think people didn't even take it that seriously as well. Um, and it's, I think all those factors plus not being able to like leave work or stop running your business, um. All the factors compounded, um, yeah, resulting in this high dip toll. And but, uh, a lot of them were bus drivers as well, taxi drivers. So they were like um, the, fir- the first uh, point of contact. So...
1: so, yeah, that makes sense. If a lot of them on that road were, were bus drivers and taxi drivers and, and kind of did jobs or do jobs that you come into contact with people exactly. on a daily basis, then it absolutely makes sense how... They would be the ones who'd be at most affected by yeah. it. So yeah, it's uh, it's one of one of those things. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing about it, actually. That's like it goes back to what I was saying about yeah. like people from BAME communities have to change their circumstances because uh-huh. I think a potentially potentially I'm sorry potentially a yeah. disproportionate number of BAME people people from BAME community, communities yeah. work in front facing or people facing uh, jobs. And so, because of that, they're the ones who are going mm-hmm. to be most likely to 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 catch it. Like you look at, yeah, yeah, you talked about it: bus drivers, mm-hmm. cab drivers. And I guess again, it's it's kind of what supports needed for them to either really do those jobs without getting exposed to yep. potential harms, or yep. potentially support with moving into other jobs that pay just as much, um, yeah. and they can continue with the the won't necessarily bring them into contact with people mm-hmm. as much and put them at risk, because yeah. it's, it's just, it's not, it's not fair, that just because you do a certain job, uh, and that's maybe linked to you being in a certain type of community that you end up disproportionately being affected by so many yeah. things, such as a, a, a global pandemic. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, go, it's crazy. Uh, I'll say, yeah, go on. <laughs>
0: Are you sure? Yeah,
1: okay. Uh, yeah, go for it, go for it.
0: I was going to say, um, actually, uh, going back to another point, you said, you know, changing an environment, so... Are you you suggesting like uh, moving back to Africa or, you know, or Asian countries or or do you mean like uh, social mobility or?
1: I think whichever one works best for the the people in person in question. I think if I think fundamentally people from Africa and Asian diaspora who are from that diaspora should do as much as possible to keep connections in those countries going. Because uh, it can only benefit them, yeah, in certain situations like this, but again, like you 're right, the kind of social mobility aspects, the retraining support with that I yeah. think is, is is also needed uh, yeah. Some of it 's going to be the individual realizing that they have to change their own lives, and some of it's yeah. what support is there from organizations from yeah. from the government to to address these long and deep seated issues that have been around for for decades okay exactly. Yeah,
0: I am seeing a trend, more, like, a little bit, you know, towards people move, uh, moving there, open up businesses. Um, and, yeah, that's why I brought it up, because, um, uh, yeah, it's just, I thought maybe that, that might be a way to, you know, combat these kind of being marginalised. Because, um, uh, you know, a, a lot of us here as well have the education and experience, and we could put it to use, you know, in, um, like, developing countries
1: no I agree it, it, it's the thing is it's not as simple as it sounds like you just pack up all your bags and you go there of course, there will of course. be little challenges that you have you you face there as well as you adjusting yeah. back to life there or adjusting back yeah. to or adjusting to life there in general if you've never really been there or spent time there oh, um, Language. I think, yeah exactly culture um but there can be lots of gains from it, so it's a, again a case of people really giving a lot of thought to to what's going to be best for them because you don't want the future that's like the current present that we have at the moment where yeah. again BAME communities are being disproportionately affected by so many different things in, mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. yeah but yeah going, going back to like coronavirus, <laughs> like we've got about seven minutes or less yeah Um because we're trying to keep this podcast to to 30 minutes same same um, yeah yeah as you mentioned uh given that we can't travel and that's one of our biggest hobbies what will we be doing now it's it's a real question isn't it what's what what kind of what's on your horizon to to kind of preoccupy your time and and take you up and and take up your time in in different things you've taken up any new hobbies or
0: do you know what one of the main things that's been on my mind apart from uh coding and everything is i actually want to learn a lot of languages now and i don't know why Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling to learn to uh, learn a few languages. Um, the thing is, uh, I know like uh, if I spread myself too thin, I would learn a lot of languages badly. So I want to focus yeah. on a few. But I don't know. I don't know which ones. I don't know whether to like to do the ones that I'm like it's fun to learn or the ones that will benefit my career. But um, I don't know. Like how, actually, quick question: how, how many languages do you know?
1: So. Aside from English, obviously. Uh there's yeah. Japanese, I, I know that to a good level, and yeah. Yoruba as well, which is a, a language from, from Nigeria. Um yep, yep. so yeah, they're those two um for me. But I, I hear what you're saying, I think for me as well. Yeah. Focusing refocusing on languages is something that, that I'm interested in doing, like with, yeah. uh strengthen my Yoruba, strengthen my my Japanese as well, and potentially learn a European language, say. Portuguese mm-hmm. or Spanish, because mm-hmm. those are two of the most widely spoken uh languages in in the world. But what what what? Which ones are you thinking of doing?
0: Okay, so the reason, yeah, because um, I speak English and Tigrinya, which is from Eritrea.
1: Yeah, and okay,
0: I was thinking, uh, based yeah, based on, it on like the uh language similarities. So off yeah. of um Tigrinya, because there's a lot of Italian loanword. Yeah. Because it's one of the most spoken ones, Spanish. Um, hello, can you hear me?
1: So it went. Sorry. It went. It, it uh, my, my connection me. is quite bad. Okay. okay. Uh, so you said how heard you say you said you said loan words. Then you mentioned Italian. Loan words. Hello.
0: Yeah. So a lot of Italian yeah. loan words in um in uh. Can you still hear
1: me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Take Yeah, I can. I can hear you. I can hear you
0: know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay you
1: know yeah, yeah I can hear you. Yeah, there's I can hear you. a lot
0: of Italian loan words in uh Tugrino. so um my plan was to learn Italian and then from that uh swivel into Spanish because obviously Spanish like you said is it's, it's uh, quite used around the world and I think that'll be more benefic- beneficial than uh, Italian learning Italian um and then from tugrigna also Arabic is also quite another one that is uh a lot of people speak it, and you know there's a lot of money in the Middle East, so I think I was thinking of learning that one, and then also Swahili is quite similar. So then, um, and there's a lot of pe- lot of people speak it within Eastern Africa, um, from Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania. So I thought those three are like the ones I'm trying to um here. Let's just say Spanish, Arabic, and Swahili
1: okay yeah. okay that's a that's a that's a, yeah. that's a that's a that's a good list that is a good list actually yeah. like you'd be covering a good proportion of the world's population mm-hmm. especially with Arabic and uh and Spanish mm-hmm. so yeah I think I think that's a good shout I think that it's a really good shout um yeah so what I found because I, I pretty much taught myself yeah. most of the Japanese that I know is is you've just got to do a little bit every day like if you could fit in 30 minutes and then you build on what you did uh-huh after 30 minutes day before mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. day just even after a month you'll see the, the immense yeah mm-hmm. immense knowledge that you've mm-hmm. gained so then imagine you do that for a year we do that for i don't know x amount of years just 30 minutes every yeah. day but again it's, it's like when you're trying to achieve something in life one of the most important things is consistency 100. and i think that's what what is is one of the most challenges uh, biggest challenges is, is is that consistency so mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a challenge, yeah. but I think it's it's good. We should we should definitely talk more about, about how we're going with our with our we should keep ourselves accountable on our on our language I think so. learning I think... or our, 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 our language um uh consolidation yeah. that we're we're doing. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a good shout. It is yeah, yeah. a good shout. So yeah, it looks like we're coming up to the end of this uh thirty minutes that we yeah. we uh were aiming for. So going with consistency, I think we should try that's to to make this at least every week or every two-week <laughs> cool. uh, podcast uh, where we come back and, and check in with one another and see what's, what's happening. How's that That sound? sounds
0: good, man. That sounds good. Uh, uh, what's, what do you think is the best resource to to use?
1: I don't know. We should listen back to how Anchor sounds yeah. um, and then go from there. And then we could just...
0: No, no, I'm talking about uh, to, learn, to learn a language, to learn a language.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I've also got the podcast. because um, yeah. no, I'm watching the titles, we're talking. It's like 29 yeah, minutes yeah. and 20 seconds, 21 seconds, 22 seconds. Yeah. Anyway, uh, YouTube, YouTube's amazing. YouTube. Okay, YouTube is actually amazing. Okay. So, YouTube and Google are two of the best and free resources. Always start with free resources, in my opinion, and then go from there. Because you'll learn what you don't know. And then from there, you can pinpoint what you're willing to pay for and what you're not willing to pay for once you've gone through all the free resources.
0: Nice, nice.